Welcome and thank you for listening to the CRC podcast brought to you by Pastor Ad Boschel. We believe that God is working across this platform to bring each and every believer revival throughout their entire lives. We hope you are inspired by this week's message. My message tonight, after this COVID pandemic, it is like the greatest onslaught on the mind of humanity that we have ever seen. Every single week I have to read about a teenager, a 12 year old, a 13 year old, a 14 year old that committed suicide. Levels of depression, levels of anxiety, levels of despair and hopelessness among young people is at an uncanny level. Our young people are being targeted by the devil. Our children are being targeted by the devil. There is an attack against the next generation. And I want to call the intercessors, please, uh, don't mind me, I'm not a soprano, please. I want to call the intercessors to pray like never, to stand in the gap for the next generation like never, because there is a battle for the soul and for the mind of this next generation. And we need a God intervention. We need a move of God. We need a revival. And some of you are sitting here tonight, you are as low as you can go. On the outside, you look all good, but you are facing thoughts of despair, thoughts of depression, thoughts of discouragement, and even possibly thoughts of suicide. Tonight, God's going to help you. I say tonight, God is going to help you. God is going to set you free. If you believe it, come on, let's change the atmosphere and give Him a mighty praise in this place in Jesus' Name. I want to read Mark chapter 5 from verse 1. The Bible says, They came to the other side of the sea, to the country of the Gadarenes. And when He had come out of the boat, immediately they met Him, a man out of the tombs, with an unclean spirit, who had His dwelling among the tombs, and no one could bind Him, not even with chains. I want to tell you, there was a time that people tried to tame me, but they could not. There was a time that I was running wild. People tried to change me, but they could not. That is until, say it, Jesus came and He set me free. Hallelujah. How many of you know what I'm talking about tonight? He says, because He had often been bound, often bound, free, bound, loosed, bound. People that were bound before COVID are bound again. People that were free from depression, are struggling with depression again. People that are were free from worry are struggling with worry again. The Bible says in Galatians chapter 5, verse 1, it was for freedom that Christ has set you free. Listen to me tonight, my brother, whether you're watching on Faith TV, whether you're sitting in this place tonight, down there in the beautiful city of Cape Town, in Durban, in Vintuk, in Bloemfontein, God wants you free in your spirit, in your soul, and in your body. God wants you free. 
God doesn't want you bound. God doesn't want you bound by an addiction. God doesn't want you suffering from anxiety. God doesn't want you struggling with insomnia. God wants you free in your spirit, your soul, and your body. Come on, if you are hungry for freedom tonight, give the Lord a shout of praise in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So the Bible says, and always night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs crying. A lot of crying going on right now. A lot of emotional, uh, people in emotional uh, despair. A lot of people that are distraught in our world. And cutting himself with stones. I don't want to talk about young people cutting themselves, but there's a lot of young people cutting themselves literally now, marking themselves. I don't think people realize the level of despair among young people right now. The level of hopelessness in our schools. Bullying. People that feel they're an outcast. People that feel there is no hope. Every week I have to talk to parents that say, I don't know what's going on with my child. My, my child has lost herself, has lost himself. They play for the rugby team, but they've just lost themselves. It's like people have lost their minds. Business people. I mean, it's like people are getting up to crazy stuff since this COVID pandemic. Because I'll tell you something, it wasn't God behind the pandemic. It was Satan behind the pandemic. But I want to say this as well. Whatever Satan meant for your harm and for your ruin and for your destruction, God is going to turn around for your deliverance and for your blessing if you believe it. Oh, come on, say amen tonight in Jesus' name. So this man, as bound as he was, Jesus came to him, obviously, because he wanted to touch him. When he saw Jesus, he ran and he worshipped him. And he cried out with a loud voice saying, What have I to do with you, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I implore you by God that you do not torment me. For he said to him, Come out of the man, unclean spirit. That's going to set you free tonight. Those thoughts that are tormenting you. Oh, you are beautiful on the outside. You're running with the cool girls in university. But on the inside, you are crying like this man. On the inside, you are cutting yourself. On the inside, you are feeling worthless. On the inside, you have no self-esteem left. On the inside, you feel like quitting. On the inside, you feel like ending it all. I've spoken to how many young people that said, Pastor, if there wasn't, if there wasn't a God, if there, if there wasn't an eternal hell, I would just end it all. I'll say it again, the level of hopelessness is at a place that we have never seen in our world. And we are here as the church of Jesus by the power of the Holy Ghost to help people. And that means you tonight. That means your husband that is bound. That means your child that is depressed. That means your parents that have lost their minds. That means your neighbor whose dog is barking all day. That means absolutely everything, okay? God wants you well. God wants you free. God wants you whole. God wants you delivered. God wants you strong. God's not called you to be a survivor. God's called you to be a thriver in the name of Jesus. Excuse my pronunciation. I'm Afrikaans doing my best to speak English. It's like, and a lot of people, please, people say, oh, I see you've lost a lot of weight. Duh. I had a shoulder operation. I haven't been in the gym for uh, six, uh, five months, okay? I can't train. And when you shake my hand, be gentle. The um, tenants are still growing on. Take six months. Don't jerk me when you greet me, please. Otherwise, I can't greet you. 
just kindly, please. This thing is still growing, healing. Okay? As I believe to. Thank you. Don't give me a setback because you want to show that you're now stronger than me. <clears throat> so uh, Jesus cast the demon out, the unclean spirit out, demonic activity in, in the person's um, life that's binding him. You know, everything starts with a thought and if we don't deal with a thought, it can lead to demonic bondage. And we're going to talk about that tonight. So Jesus delivers this man and then I want to drop down to verse 13. The Bible says, after he delivered the man, or verse 15, uh, the people ran uh, away after Jesus performed a great miracle. And then they came to Jesus and saw the one who had been demon-possessed, who had a legion, 6,000 devils. What's your trouble? What's up? What's your problem? Uh, what is your challenge that you are facing? I mean, this man had a legion of demons. A legion, we know Roman demon. Uh, a, demon. a Roman legion was 6,000 demons giving this man a hard time. But hey, uh, all those demons were nothing when Jesus showed up. When Jesus showed up, those devils just had to let the prisoner go. And I'll tell you tonight, oh, come on. I'll tell you tonight that God is here tonight. And I don't care how bound you are, how depressed you are, how addicted you are tonight by the power of the Holy Ghost. God is going to set you free tonight in Jesus' name. You ain't leaving this place the way you came. You ain't leaving this place with your depression. You ain't leaving this place with your sorrow. You ain't leaving this place with your brokenness. You ain't leaving this place with your, with your bondage. We ain't leaving this place in the same place that you walked into this building because Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, is in this place to set you free. If you believe it, shout Amen in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Come on. I mean, people send, people send people all over the place. You just have to bring them to church. I said you have to bring your will to church. You have to get that person to the presence of God because God's presence will do what nobody else can do in a lifetime. And I thank God for Christian psychiatrists, Christian psychologists, Christian doctors, Christian everything. But there is no substitute for the presence of God. And some of you have to get under the glory spout. Some of you have to get under the anointing again. Some of you need a shower in the Holy Ghost again. Some of you have to get washed in the blood of Jesus Christ again. Some of you have to get saturated by the presence of God in the name of Jesus. He will revive you. He will refresh you. And He will deliver you in a moment in Jesus' name. Those chains are coming off. So they came to Jesus and saw the one who had been demon-possessed and had a legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind. Clothed. Two things that have happened during this pandemic. Number one, people have lost their minds. It's like people have gone crazy. Not you, but your friend. Crazy. They've gone, it's like, huh? Are you the same person? You're not the person you were before COVID. What's happened? Like people have lost their minds. 
People have lost their minds. And the Bible says in 2 Timothy 1 verse 7, God's not given us a spirit of, of, of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So two things, two things, two things that have happened to people. They have lost their minds about many issues, about many things. Second thing that have happened to people, they lost their identity as this man did. He was stripped naked. Bound by chains, stripped naked. You are going to leave fully clothed tonight. You are going to leave clothed in your righteousness. You are going to leave clothed in your identity. You are going to leave clothed with the power of God tonight in the name of Jesus. You are going to leave clothed knowing that you are a new creature in Christ Jesus. You are going to be re-established in your righteousness that the power of sin and the power of the devil and the hold of the devil and the hold of fear is broken over your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Clothed, I love it, and sitting in His right mind. How many people aren't sleeping? How many people are tossing and turning? How many people are, are, are just, you can see they've lost the plot, but it's okay. Jesus is here tonight to help you. Jesus came to the gatherings for this one man. Everybody had given up on him. Everybody had written him off. I mean, if we, if we took him for a psychological profile, he would have a long, long, long report from the commissioners and the doctors and the psychiatrists, etc. People had given up on him. Think about this. He's a reject. He's a victim. He's an outcast. He's stripped of his identity. He's stripped of his dignity. He's stripped of absolutely everything that he's knows. He's stripped of every relationship. He lives in a cave. That cave rep representing a place of darkness, the dark recesses in your mind that you withdraw to in the, in the difficult times or the low places, whether it's uh, comfort eating, whatever it is. <laughs> you feel depressed and you go buy a chocolate cake. And then tomorrow you wake up with a sugar hangover. Never helped you, did it? Okay, that's okay. Just don't go do other stuff, which is much worse. But this man, people had given up on him. And I said this in Johannesburg, and it's important to know this. If, 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 you, if you live your life as a victim, you give other people power over you. You decide whether you're going to live as a victor, victor, or a victim. So if we always talk about the injustices and the wrongs that we've experienced, and we focus on that, we are never going to experience the liberty and the freedom that Jesus came to bring us. Because if anybody had issues, it's this man. Anybody. Excuse me. He's bound with chains. He lives in a cave. They feed him like a dog. He's an outcast. But he comes to Jesus and he worships Jesus. Hallelujah. He worshiped Jesus in the condition he was. As bound as he was, he knew. Something on the inside told him that Jesus was the answer, that Jesus was the way and the truth and the life. And I wanna tell you, my dear friend, I don't care how bound your friends are out in the world, they know there is a light that shines in the darkness and they, knows that, they know that there is a Saviour. They know there's a healer. They know there's a deliverer. They know there is a God, even the fool that says there is no God. He knows there is a God. That's why He says it. So no matter how chained people are, how bound people are, 
how strong the locks of those prison doors are. Jesus came to set the captive free. And that means you tonight. He wants to set you free. He wants to set you free in your spirit. He wants to set you free in your body. He wants to set you free in your emotion. He wants to set you free in your intellect. He wants to set you free in your will that have become so weakened. He wants to refresh you and revive you and lift you up tonight. Can somebody give the Lord a strong praise in the house tonight? Uh, uh, Jesus didn't have a discussion with him, did he? They didn't ask him, how did you get here? He delivered him. (laughs) So if we believe what people say about us, we give them power over us. If we live victimized, we give those power over our future. There's freedom in Christ. There's victory. A future. You better get it, young person. So, yes, the amazing thing, Jesus delivers the man. You would think the whole village would be happy, but they're not. They're afraid. Those who saw told them how it happened by him who had been demon-possessed and about the swine. Let's not talk about that, why Jesus drove the, the, the demons into the pigs. And they began to plead with him to depart from the region. And when he had got into the boat, he who had, had. So I say you're not leaving the way you came. He who had suffered from the prayer. He who had been demon possessed, begged him that he might be with him. But Jesus did not permit him, but said to him, go home to your friends. So how you keep your freedom when you share what Jesus did for you. And tell them what great things the Lord has done for you and how He has had compassion on you. Is there anybody tonight on television? You can say the Lord has done great things for me, for my children. I was blind. Oh, come on, I know it sounds simple, but you need to praise God for the freedom, for the forgiveness that you have through the person and the blood of Jesus Christ tonight. Come on. Go home and tell your friends how great things the Lord has done for you. So He wants to set you free. He wants to restore the joy of your salvation. He wants to bring back your sound mind. He wants to bring you back to the place you were. He wants to break every shackle and every chain. Remember Samson. The first rope they tried to bind him was with, was, and it's significant actually, was little ropes. Everything starts small. Just a little compromise, little leaven, a little rope, and suddenly that thing become, becomes thicker and stronger until you're a prisoner again. And I'll tell you tonight, that Jesus didn't save you to live in prison. He opened the prison door. You have to walk out of the prison door tonight by walking to Jesus Christ who is standing not in your prison, but is calling you from your prison in Jesus' name. Tonight you are coming out of your cave of despair, of depression, of hopelessness. I don't care how bleak the future seems. Tonight I'm breaking that spirit 
that devil of despair and hopelessness off of your mind in Jesus' name. Our young people will be free, but we have to preach the gospel like never and turn them to the source of their freedom, who is the person of our Lord Jesus Christ. The good news tonight is no matter how bound you are, how many times you have been bound, how many times you've been bound and delivered and bound and delivered, Jesus will set you free. Tonight, say tonight, say it, say it, say tonight, say tonight, say tonight. tonight. Every shackle will be broken in Jesus' Name. Every thought of bondage, every thought that imprisons you, this man had lost his mind and that led him to a cave and a prison of darkness, right? Where's the battlefield between your ears? What is being projected to you all the time? Thoughts, designed through education, through social media, through television. I don't want to call it television anymore because there's a lot of little heaven on it. Television, through Hollywood, no holy word, Hollywood, all the values, all the filth, all the garbage, all the confusion is projected in a very attractive way to this young generation where they think that's hip, that's hot, that's cool. And they become defined by the message that this world where Satan is the God of the world, Prince of the power of the air. Don't think this is just happening. Don't think what's happening in Disney, hello Facebook. Don't think what's happening in Disney is just by the way. A million parents signed a petition in America to block a program where they want to show through cartoons, uh, through cartoons sexual activity where your three-year-old, your four-year-old, your five-year-old is exposed to it is not okay. They want to steal the minds of our children, our three-year-olds, our four-year-olds, our five-year-olds, our six-year-olds. There is a battle for the minds of the next generation and we have to wake up. We have to choose a side. We have to stand our ground. We have to stand for righteousness. We have to stand for different values in the name of Jesus. Listen, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, Daniel, they were taken as slaves into Babylon, but they never allowed the culture of Babylon, the world, to defile them. The Bible says they purposed in their hearts not to lose themselves, not to be defiled by the king's delicacies. We will not be defiled by the portions of this king of the world, of the prince of the world, of the agenda of the world. We are the sons and the daughters of the living God and we will keep our minds, we will keep our freedom, we will keep our liberty, we will keep our Christianity, we will keep our values, we will be different because we know we are not of this world, we are in this world. Come on, we cannot be bought because we already have been bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Give Him a praise tonight in Jesus' name. Oh, give Him a loud praise tonight. you watch anything now and it's where they used to block out swearing on these music award shows and I used to look at some of it just to see the latest and greatest it's disgusting it's a disgrace it's not even lo and behold anymore it's hardly anything hello 
and, and we, we're not just a step behind the world. Bible says be not conformed to this world. We are children of God. We are the salt and the light. That doesn't mean we condemn people. But my brother, and it's sad. I said with, uh, we have this agreement with the correctional department and unfortunately 70 something percent of people that get out of prison land back in prison. It's almost like Christians. Do you want to keep up those statistics? Spiritually? That Jesus set you free and you just walk back in the prison? The doors are open and you choose to walk back? Oh, there was a time that you were blind, but now you see. There was a time that you were lost, but now you are found. You choose to walk back in that prison. You choose. And if you have, it's okay. Because He's here tonight to set you free. He's here tonight to open that door. He's here tonight to remind you it was for freedom that I've come to set you free. It was for freedom that I've come to set you free. Oh, come on, child of God. Get hungry for freedom again. He didn't come to set you half free. He came to set you free in your spirit, soul, and body in Jesus' name. So tonight, I believe that every shackle is going to be broken off of your life. Every chain is going to be broken off of your life by the power of the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I believe depression is broken in Jesus' name. I believe that those feelings of hopelessness will be eradicated from your soul and from your mind in Jesus' name. I believe your children are going to be free. Your teenagers are going to be free. I believe that that bullying that has caused your child to want to quit is stopping tonight in the name of Jesus Christ that your child is going to rise up and your child is not going to be intimidated by the spirit of this world in the name of Jesus Christ. I believe that every demonic hold, every demonic stronghold, every demonic tormenting thought over your life will be broken by the power and by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Shout Amen if you believe it in Jesus' name. Satan is not the Lord of your mind. Jesus Christ is. And I declare you have the mind of Christ. I declare tonight you are going to leave this place clothed with a robe of righteousness. You are going to leave this place of a sound mind tonight. You are going to leave this place tonight and those things that bothered you will no longer bother you. Those addictions will be broken over your life in the name of Jesus. Shout Amen. I don't care how people have treated you. This man was treated worse than any human being. I know. And one encounter with Jesus. He's clothed, sitting in his right mind and he gets on with life. Listen. So I say, we, we shouldn't try and find the reason why we are bound. We should find the solution to our freedom. Sometimes you just have to forgive people. Sometimes you just have to shake the dust off your feet. Sometimes you just have to turn the other cheek. But the minute you justify why you are, where you are, they have power over you. And I'll tell you something. As a child of God, He has the power to get you out of your prison. He has the power to get you out of your pit. He has the power to get you through your valley. As, the, as a child of God tonight, we don't even give those power that imprisoned us. We don't even talk about them. We don't glorify those who mistreated us. Because every time you go back there, you go back to the prison. 
I mean, where were this guy's relatives? Where was his uncle? Where was his aunt? Where was his oma? Where was his opa? Where was his mother? Where was his father? Where was his brother? Everybody had written him off. He's an outcast. Like many people did to some of you. Like when I lost the plot, people wrote me off as well. Actually. But God never did. Hallelujah. And he found me. I didn't find God. He found me. Like this man didn't find Jesus. Jesus found him. Jesus went to the gatherings. This man was smart enough to recognize the source of his deliverance. And he ran to Jesus in desperation. Sometimes we just need to become a little bit more desperate. We need to be, get frustrated with our depression. We need to get frustrated with the, 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 the status quo. You know, we need to get frustrated with that addiction that hasn't helped you. Because every time you think it's going to make you feel better, the next day you feel worse. Then you have to use a little bit more, then you feel worse again. Eventually, it takes your destiny. Samson was bound with small little ropes. Let me this, just, just try this. And that's Delilah seductive spirit of the world came again and again and again and again and again until he was bound until he lost the power well even if you lost the power if you will repent and turn to Jesus Christ like this man that worship is actually an act of repentance I mean he's demonized he has 6,000 demons controlling him those demons talk to Jesus Christ with one voice but the man, although, and that's why I say to people, people are never beyond the reach of God. People are never so bound that they don't know where, where there is hope and where there is life. They know when they hear the truth. But some of them are just too stubborn to bow their knee and to cry out to Jesus Christ and to say, help me, Jesus, help me. Some of them are just not desperate enough. Some of them are not worn out by sin yet. Some of them are not tired enough of the place they are. But I believe there's a young generation that are crying out. There's a generation that are tired. There's a generation that want freedom. There's a generation that want liberty. There's a generation that wants not just the sound of freedom, but the taste of freedom and the experience of freedom. And that's why Jesus Christ came. Come on, your child that you are concerned about. That boy that lost his hunger for God. That girl that had backslidden. You don't give up grandmother. You don't give up mother. You don't give up father. You bring that person to God because the power of God will deliver him in his hell hole, in his valley of darkness. He's not beyond the reach of God and neither are you tonight. I'll tell you tonight, God is going to move in power. God is going to save this young generation. God is going to raise them up. God is going to use them to change this world upside down, right side up. In the name of Jesus Christ, God is going to clothe you with His power, with His love, with His righteousness. God is going to restore your dignity. And then God's going to give you a sound mind. That means a vision, a purpose, so that you can go into this world and be a world changer and a history maker. So you don't live life just for yourself. You go set other captives free. Shout a hallelujah if you believe it tonight. God loves you. It was for freedom that Jesus came to set you free. He doesn't want you bound. There are so many powerful preachers on this television network. Keep plugged in. If you can't get to a church, keep plugged in. 
And when those preachers pray, believe that God will touch you. But I'll tell you, your days of depression are over. Your days of anxiety are over. Your days of pain are over. Your days of hopelessness are over. I send the Word of God by the power of the Holy Ghost to you right where you are tonight. And I say, whom the Son has set free is free. Indeed, I claim your freedom back because you are bought with the blood of Jesus Christ. And I command you, walk in your freedom in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I command you be loosed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Come on, give them a big hand. In John chapter 8, verse 36, the Passion, the Passion Translation says, So if the Son sets you free from sin, then become a true son and, unbe- and become unquestionably free. Say freedom. What is that? To Mandela, it's Robin Eiland Gloobet. Yeah, and a mate. But what's a slavernij praat ons van? A slavernij wat elke area van je leven gaan affecteren. Geestelijke slavernij. Wat tot elke ander probleem in je leven leidt. Elke probleem. Het is oorsprong. Een geestelijke slavernij. So, Jesus came to set you free spiritually, firstly. Because until you're not set free spiritually, you, you, you're going to be looking for something. Some of the greatest um, Hollywood stars, we know this, uh, young people... 28 years old, one singer that I'm thinking about now, uh, Brittany Houston, one of the greatest singers ever in the world. Um, um, so many others that at the top of success just ended it all because of this big black hole that only God can fill. Not all the knowledge not all the fame, not all the success, there is but one that can bring peace between God and man. There is but one that can calm the troubled water in your heart. There is but one. There is but one. And if you've moved away from Him, if you've wandered away from Him, you've walked into a prison of bondage again. I feel the presence of God here tonight. I'm, I might go on with the sermon just now. But many of you, your heart has become empty again. Almost like void of God's presence. It's like what you had, you lost. And if you would be analytical, which you all are, and look at the regress and things in your life, you realize what you need is what this man did. As low as he was, as bound as he was, as rejected as he was, he recognized Jesus. With all those demons, with all the problems, with all the bondage, who knows what went on in this man's mind? I mean, he didn't have a sound mind. But he recognized Jesus and he discerned him. And he ran to Jesus. The demons could not even stop him. When I got saved, my friends that I we're partying the night with before smoking marijuana, doing some stupid things. 
they couldn't stop me. I sat and I felt what I never felt before, ever. No substance relationship I ever used gave me what I was looking for. And when I felt the presence of God, I knew that's what I'm looking for. And I want to say to this young generation, that's what you're looking for. You are looking, not what this world has to offer. You are looking to fill that void. You are looking to fill that hurt. You are looking to remove that despair, that hopelessness, that anger. Whatever you are facing, you're looking, but you're looking in the wrong place. Tonight, you have to turn your eyes to Jesus Christ like this man did. And you need to be willing and humble enough to come to Him as you are. This man was stripped, naked, shackled, chained. What do we do in church? We just put another mask on. We just cover the chains. We cover the hurt. We cover the despair. We cover the anger. We cover the bitterness with a fake smile. We cover the resentment. We, we, we become more imprisoned. And we live in lives of torment. And rather than turning to Jesus, we look for the, the reason why we are bound. And then we put it in a, a document or whatever. And we all become victims of that. Well, Jesus said, I wrote a document. I signed it in my blood. I purchased your freedom. I bought your redemption. I bought your salvation. I bought you from the powers and the dominion of darkness. I translated you from the kingdom of darkness. I put you into the kingdom of my dear son. I delivered you from your slave master and I became your Lord and your Saviour. That's who I am. That's who He is tonight. But my dear sister, my dear sister, my dear brother, it's time to be honest. It's time to be honest because if you don't deal with those chains, they're going to grow thicker and they're going to grow stronger and they're going to bind you more. They're going to tie you more and it's going to begin to bind your marriage and bind your children and bind your relationships and bind your future. It was for freedom that Christ has set you free. Tonight you have to cry out to Jesus. Tonight you have to have an honest conversation with Jesus Christ. Tonight you have to come whatever condition you are in and sometimes the ones that are the most bound are not the ones that we can see is drinking a bottle, a bottle of wine it's the person that's emotionally bound and self-righteous that feel justified because of the anger and their resentment and their bitterness and that prison will grow stronger and stronger. Question, freedom, you. Freedom, where are you? Freedom, 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 freedom. What has bound you? What has tied you? Freedom, have you lost it? Have you lost the way? Has this dark hole reopened then come to Jesus tonight I want every head bowed every eye closed no one moving there in Bloomberg sitting here tonight your spirit man knows when you hear the truth 
I don't care what's happening in your mind. I'm talking to your spirit man tonight because I was where you are. I was there. I was a prisoner. I was bound. And I've had to be delivered, delivered by God not once, a few times where I've allowed things to come and I've had to resurrender my life to Jesus Christ. You, you, you lose this, you lose this, something else will bind you. You're sitting here tonight, you say, Pastor, you're talking to me. I've become entangled again, I'm bound. I need freedom tonight, freedom, freedom, freedom. I need to come back to Jesus tonight. I want to give my life to Jesus. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm tired of being bound. I don't want to be in this prison any longer. Tonight I want to be free. Tonight I want to be free. Tonight I want to be free. I want to walk in freedom tonight. I want to receive God's forgiveness tonight. I want to get up out of this prison tonight. I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Come on. If that is you tonight, while every head is bowed, people praying in all our churches, everywhere tonight, it was for freedom that Christ has set you free. There is that emptiness in your heart again, or there is that emptiness that have never been filled. And tonight God is talking to you. And you know it. I want to pray for you. If that is you tonight and you say, Pastor, I need prayer. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want God to come and fill this void, this empty space in my life. If that is the cry of your heart tonight, wherever you are, quietly raise your hand. I want to say a prayer for you. Come on, lift it up high all over this place. Don't think about it. Lift up your hand. Come on in Jesus' name. Lift it up, lift it up, lift it up, lift it up. Lift it up, slip it up, slip it up. Many hands everywhere. Many hands, many hands. You've not yet raised your hand tonight. God's talking to you tonight there in Bloomfordane. You say, yes, there's a stirring in your heart. There's a pulling by the Holy Ghost tonight. You say, I need this freedom. I need this void to be filled. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. That is the cry of your heart last time before I pray. Before I pray. Come on, no, in Jesus' name. Tell him up, tell him up. Tell them up. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please stand with me, everybody in this place. Come on, stand, stand. We're not finished. It's early. It's seven minutes past uh, uh, seven. I haven't even started yet, but let's do this first. You do a great altar call. Many of you have raised your hands. There's one person who will fill the void. His name is Jesus Christ. There's one person who will bring you back to God. His name is Jesus Christ. He's here tonight and He brought you here to fill that void again. You need God back in your life. You need the fullness of God's presence back in your life. Put your hand on your heart, everybody in this place. Pray this prayer with me in all our churches. Everybody pray. It's a lesson for all musicians. I love you. I honor you. Pray this prayer. Everybody pray this. Say, Jesus, fill the void in my heart. Take your place. As my Lord and Savior, set me free from every hold that the devil has ever had over my life. I confess that you died for my sin. I believe with all my heart that God raised you from the grave and that you are alive. Tonight, as that man rang to you, so I come and I worship you and I ask you, Jesus, have mercy on me. Set me free. Fill my life with your presence. Tonight, I thank you that you open the prison doors and you set me free. I forgive every person that sinned against me. And I receive your forgiveness and your wholeness in Jesus' name. I have a future. I have a hope. Use me now to set my world free in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I declare every chain is broken over you tonight. Come on, give the Lord a praise. Hallelujah. 
We hope you received exactly what God had in store for you from this week's message. If you have been touched by our ministry, you can help us achieve our mandate and win the lost at any cost by visiting our website at crcchurch.com. Thanks again for listening and God bless.